Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Sunday get-together here on CBS Sports Radio. Jody Mack hanging with you live in the Rocket Mortgage Studios when you need cash out of your home and a simple way to get it. Rocket can. All right. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking to my next guest. He's a guy I've known for too many years, as a matter of fact. He's still gainfully employed as the head of basketball operations for the Detroit Pistons, doing the Philly-Detroit thing these days. Uh, Ed Stefanski, former general manager of the Sixers and the Nets, uh, joining me here on CBS Sports Radio. How you been, Eddie S? Jody, I've been great. Uh, I appreciate you having me on, and I and I have not spoken to you in years, but we had some good uh, days when I was in Philadelphia. We surely did. And you were very gracious to come on my shows when I needed to talk to you. And that's the reason why I wanted to call you today, because you came to mind for me as I was watching the NBA final. Because uh, Drew Holiday, uh, this side of Giannis, had a phenomenal final. He could have been an MVP. Not when Giannis did what Giannis did, but uh, Drew was great. And he has become one of the lockdown guards in the NBA. And I remember sitting with you in 2009, shortly after the NBA draft, either the day before or the day after that, and you were just raving with the fact that you got Drew Holiday where you got him. And it was a really point guard-heavy draft that year with a lot of guys who looked like they could jump into the league. And I just remember your uh, over-excitement uh, about getting the exact guy that you wanted in Drew Holiday because his numbers didn't jump off the page for his year in UCLA what was it about it that you saw in Drew Holiday that you knew he was going to be a good pro and now 12 years later is on an uh, all-USA team uh, competing in the Olympics with a championship ring on his finger? Well, Jody, what was so impressive uh, about Drew was his size. When he was at UCLA starting out, he's about 6'4", but his strength, he was so strong. He had an NBA body already and playing at a program like UCLA – uh, a lot of people were struggling, saying, well, he needed to be a point guard at that size. But we, uh, and, and uh, Courtney Whitty was our director of scouting, and Tony DeLeo, uh, everything is done as we. I know the general manager gets the credit and he gets the blame, but as a group, we saw him being able to play both the one and the two position. And he was playing with a very good player in Darren Collison at the time, and Darren Collison was the point guard, and he was, I think, a junior at the time, with Drew being a freshman. What really was interesting, when you do your due diligence, I called Ben Hallen, the head coach at the time, and Ben is very straight and gruff, and he was telling me how good he was, but then he would say, but he's not ready. He shouldn't go in the draft. And then he would go back and compliment Drew, and he was evasive in his uh, compliments, 
but then in his praise, but then he would go back. He shouldn't come out. He shouldn't come out. And I knew Ben did not want to lose this kid. But we saw a one man, a, a point guard, and a, a player who could play off the ball as a secondary ball handler. And I think where we were at that time, we really wanted to get longer. Uh, bigger, and we already had Iguodala and Fad Young, so we thought he'd be a perfect guy with us at the time. There were uh, four point guards that went before him in the draft. Believe it or not, he comes off the board at 17. Um, Ricky Rubio had already been drafted. Johnny Flynn had already been drafted. A guy by the name of Steph Curry, who's had a nice career, was drafted yep. ahead of him. And the guy that I kind of like, Brandon Jennings, uh, who I remember you're telling me, yeah, he's a nice player, Joe, but he's a little light in the arse. Uh, we're looking for a guy who could step in and play in the NBA next year, and that was one thing that you absolutely saw in Drew Holiday. Yeah, and I think if you look at that draft class, I always look back on all the draft classes and where teams did well and where teams might have made a mistake. Uh, Drew, you could argue, would have been the fourth player picked that draft, uh, Blake Griffin, Harden, and Curry going before him. But, uh, with you know, with Jennings, very good offensive player, but didn't have the base that Drew Holiday. The other thing about Drew Holiday, and we got more and more information after the fact of what a solid family he comes from. Uh, his mother and father are phenomenal. Three players. How about that? Two brothers and himself. Three right. guys in the NBA playing NBA basketball. Uh, you know, unheard of. And, and And that was the big positive. He came in. He was a leader in the locker room. Immediately, as a young kid, uh, people gravitate towards him. And another guy, um, I have to give some credit to right away, uh, Aaron McKee, uh, the Temple coach right now, the former uh, Sixer, took him under his wing, and I watched him. He worked out every day with him, and Drew was just like a sponge. And I, I called Aaron McKee a couple of weeks ago when Drew was in the finals, and I said, I know you're not going to take any credit, but you should be really proud of one of the kids that you mentored who is now in the NBA uh, playing in the finals and who's an NBA champion, and that's hard to do. We're talking to Ed Stefanski, senior advisor, basketball operations for the Detroit Pistons, and the guy who drafted Drew Holiday 12 years ago for the 76ers. You said that Aaron should be proud. How about you as a proud pop? You're the guy who made the call. You're right. It's a team effort when you make a pick like that, but it goes on the general manager's record more than anyone else. Uh, were you watching and pulling for him in the NBA final? Uh, you know, it's funny. Everybody, uh, you talk around the league and, and, and Detroit, who are you rooting for? I said, I'm rooting for Drew Holiday. I could care less about <laughs> anybody else. I, I want the Bucks to win because Drew is such a good person, a good human being. He and his, uh, I don't know if it was a year or two ago, through the COVID situation, he and his wife uh, gave uh, their salary back to the community. I mean, things like that that he does off the basketball court. I don't know if a lot of people know about how generous he is, but when you get a kid like that and then, you know, picking him at 17 and him having a career and now being NBA champion, uh, I've texted him a couple times and I told him how proud I am of him, uh, not just only as a basketball player, but as a person. We're talking to Ed Stefanski here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, so Drew gets his championship. 
Then he gets on a plane and heads over to Tokyo to compete in the Olympics. He actually played pretty well today. Watched the game this morning. It wasn't his fault that the U.S. came short against France. Not good. Um, but uh, he uh, just about joined the team in time to play in uh, the, the opening game for the U.S. Uh, and they, they'll get back into it. Um, but I also was thinking about you because uh, Popovich had to answer questions after this tough loss. It's not be easy to be the coach of Team USA. Unless, of course, no. you're Chuck Daly, who did it with the Dream Team <laughs> many years ago. And I know you're tight with Chuck. You actually played under him when yeah. Chuck was coaching on the college ranks. He ever give me any good stories about coaching the Dream Team, maybe over a cold one at some point? Well, uh, we used to always laugh. I, I, my background, I was so fortunate to have gone to the University of Pennsylvania, my freshman coach. Back then, you played freshman basketball in the Ivy League was Rolly Massimino. <laughs> and my varsity <laughs> coach was Chuck Daly. I don't think he'd get a, a duo much better than that. And uh, But Chuck used to all, I used to always tease Chuck and said, it was I the best point guard you ever had? He said, yeah, you're probably one Isaiah was two. So he would always, <laughs> we'd always tease each other on that. But, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, it's amazing. Drew jumps on a plane, gets there hours before, and – and to play like he did today, I mean, they're not even in the game if Drew doesn't play like that. Right. He was he was in rhythm because I think uh, he retained that from playing in the uh, championship round and winning the title. He may at some point run out of gas, but he still had it on uh, in fourth gear today, and he, he at least did give them a chance. All right, want to talk about your present-day team. That would be the Pistons. Oh, by the way, Thursday night, you're going to get to go first and call out whatever name you want with the number one overall pick in the draft. Um, when you and or uh, your uh, fellow uh, Piston associates, your new general manager and the like, field calls these weeks, uh, are you saying, well, call us after the draft? Because we know what we're going to do on a draft night, and uh, we're not looking to make any draft-related moves. Has the team already made up its mind who they're taking at number one? No, I think, you know, our, our general manager is Troy Weaver, who's done a terrific job. Uh, we, we, we brought him on last year. Uh, done a great job, and, and we have uh, Coach Dwayne Casey, who I think is just uh, really a good person for us, uh, especially when we're trying to, to bring this team back to its glory days. Uh, we're open uh, for anything. I mean, you have to be. I don't think you it would be foolish just to say we're taking X and, and that's it. Uh, I think you have to be open-minded where we are. Uh, we're not there yet. What's, what's really nice is, though, we had a rough year last year, um, like everyone with COVID, but we had, a, you know, the team didn't respond. But our young, we, we drafted a couple of young guys that look like they're going to be okay. And then if you can add a, a nice player to get fortunate enough to get the first pick in a draft, which I think there's um, a few guys up top that are in tier one, uh, it's going to be interesting. And maybe we can get this uh, a little bit quicker, uh, this turnaround. I would say you were just a stone cold Philly homer last year when you took Sadiq Bay. But I thought it was great value. I thought he was going to go higher than where you took him in the first round. And he had a dynamite rookie year. Uh, did you get any inside information from that guy who coaches out on the main line? prior? Yeah, to well, I mean, obviously, uh, born and raised in Philly as well as Jay Wright. We're very close. And uh, he told us how good he was. Uh, and we, you, know, you look at it, Jody, and, and I am a homer when it comes to Big Five basketball. And Villanova, look at the players Jay has put in the NBA. I mean, 
most of them, I don't, there are not many that don't uh, contribute immediately are so well prepared on the fundamentals. And that's what Sadiq Bey is. He is just a fundamental. He's not the greatest athlete. He's a good athlete, but he knows how to play. He can knock down a shot. And all Jay's guys try to guard and play defense. So, Boy, Jay Wright's that program at Villanova has uh, has taken off, and obviously it's one of the tops in the country every year. So, Piston fans, uh, the the Pistons have a couple of second rounders. If Jeremiah Robinson Earl happens to fall down <laughs> to the second round, don't be surprised if the Detroit Pistons call his uh, name out. Uh, one last thing for you, Ed, and again, thanks for reminiscing and thanks for hopping on with us. No problem. Football season is going to be here before you know it. Your son's got an engagement this week. He's got to be in training camp with the uh, Cleveland uh, Browns. Oh, by the way, the first coach to take him to the playoffs in decades had a hell of a first year. Did your son Kevin last year? What's it like being a Cleveland Browns fan? Yeah, it, it's really uh, weird. I'm I, I born and raised in Philly. I'm an Eagles fan through and through. Obviously, blood comes first, so I'm a Cleveland Browns fan, uh, but I, I still root for the uh, the helmet, the, the bird on, on the side of the helmet. Um, but it is surreal to ever think that, and I love football growing up, to have a son who would be the head coach of an NFL football team. Absolutely ridiculous. When I was there for the first game, I just couldn't believe watching him on the sideline. So now that year is over. It was kind of a Cinderella year for Kevin and the Browns. And, you know, they got some talent. Uh, there's no question about it. And if, if I always say if the players and, the, and management and coaching staff check their egos at the door and try to come together, uh, I don't see why they can't ha- have a very good year again this year. But the NFL every Sunday, oh, boy, you know, I don't care uh, who's the favorite. You know, it's always a tough a tough game. So we're excited. They, I think they, uh, I talked to him on Friday. He starts tomorrow. Um, and he, he's pumped up in the second year and every, in Cleveland, I thought the Eagles fans were crazy. Cleveland is even, uh, takes it to, to another level than the Eagles fans. That is a good football town. And, uh, oh, by the way, uh, I believe you, when you say you root, uh, blood first Eagles against Browns, but how about when he was the quarterback coach of the Vikings and 2017 NFC Championship game, the Vikings yeah. come into uh, Lincoln Financial Field. Uh, sorry, we already know the answer to the question. The Eagles kicked their tails and went on to win a Super Bowl. You didn't really root for your son's team that day, well, did no, you? you know, Judy, that was, that was uh, you know, I wanted the Vikings to win. I wanted Kevin to go to a Super Bowl. But as soon as the game ended, I mean, a second after the game ended, I was so pumped that the Eagles were going that we're ready to go. So I was all I was all Kevin and the Vikings until it was over. It was history, and then I became I'm back with my Eagles. All right, one last Philly connection question. Um, and I know you uh, split time between Philly and and Detroit, but when you are up in Michigan, um, you're only about forty two miles down I ninety six there from uh, Ann Arbor. You catch up with Martelli at all when he's coming into town, maybe do a little recruiting or something like that, uh, make sure he takes you out to lunch. Uh, you're staying <laughs> in touch with another former Big Five guy? Well, Phil, I'll go way back. Phil Martelli and I played against each other in CYO basketball. He oh. played for St. Philomena's. I played for St. Bernard's in fifth grade, 
through eighth. Then he played at St. Joe Prep. I played at Monsignor Bonner. We go way, way back, and Phil and I are very close friends. Uh, the the COVID-19 didn't do us any favors last year, but we talk, and uh, he's doing a terrific job. I know Jawan Howard uh, it just loves him, and uh, uh, Phil's a lifer, and that's why he's out there in, in Ann Arbor. Understood. And one last question, if you're getting on the road when you're up there in Michigan. Have you been to Ypsilanti, Michigan? Because I have no idea where that is. I had to look it up. But maybe (laughs) the best high school player in the country, uh, Imani Bates, is not playing far from your town there in Detroit. And I thought maybe you'd get a scout's eye because that's the way you came up through the game as a scout to see if this kid is everything he's cracked up to be. And you can someday say, I remember him when. Well, I thank you. And you're right. I am a scout through and through. When I go down to the facility, um, I go right out and watch the workouts of the guys. I lo- I absolutely love the bounce of the ball. I love the kids watching how, how they get better as basketball players. And I'm never going to lose that. I know that. And this kid is uh, supposed to be something special, so I would make a trip to see him this year if I were you, uh, Eddie. Thank you very much for hopping on board. When you talk to your son today, tomorrow, next day, whenever before camp gets open, tell him we're wishing him well. Yes, Eagles won, but Viking two, uh, uh, Browns two, and the AFC. Then go ahead. Tell them we'll uh, meet up in the Super Bowl. Thanks for hopping on with me today. Uh, always a pleasure catching up. We'll talk to you again soon, Ed. All the best. Thanks, Jody. That is the senior advisor for basketball operations for the Detroit Pistons and famous father these days of the coach of the Cleveland Browns. That would be Kevin, his son. That is Ed Stefanski here with us on CBS Sports Radio. All right, Jody Mack coming back. We'll get the phones reopened. You can easily get aboard. All you got to do is dial 855-212-4227. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.